I think we could probably put it out there to ask for 20 monthly donors at $20 a month. I think that if we put that out there now, by the end of the hour, we could probably get that. And $20 a month really goes to support some incredible research that's being done at the salary. So, Dr. Mackey, why don't we kind of get into, first first of all, can you define what makes you a distinguished researcher? What do you have to do? As opposed to a run-of-the-mill one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can assure you I did not come up with that title myself. Um, uh, but it's it's a, a prog- program um, funded by the Stollery Foundation um, uh, and organized by the Women and Children's Health Research Institute, which is um, funded through the, the the kind donations of donors like yours. And um, and, and they had a competition uh, uh, back in about 2018 um, for. Uh, researchers like myself to put forward um, research ideas and initiatives and uh, from that competition they chose uh, seven of us to um, to be funded uh, to to be able to continue our, our, our research and, and these funds come from the generous donation of Stoli donors. Well congratulations to be one of seven but I mean an area of research that I think makes a lot of sense because you're really focused in on what happens when a child who still needs care goes from being under pediatric care at the Stollery to then into the adult world and that kind of a focus on that transition I imagine that it's pretty jarring for not only the patient but also the families as well yeah it, it sure is so you know um, 10 to 15 percent of, uh, of kids grow up with a chronic health condition and require um, lifelong uh, care and so uh, I'm a cardiologist, and, uh, and so the patients I look after are born with a heart defect. Um, and for uh, most of them, they're not uh, cured uh, completely. And what I mean by that is that they're at risk of potential complications in adulthood, um, and they need lifelong cardiology follow-up. Um, but the same is equally true for a variety of other chronic health conditions. If, you're born, if you have type 1 diabetes as a child or teenager, um, then that is also a lifelong condition, um, as is juvenile arthritis, for example. And, um, and my research is focused on helping prepare uh, teenagers um, for successfully um, graduating from pediatric care and entering the adult healthcare system with the um, knowledge of their condition that they are going to need to succeed um, and also some of the um, um, basic skills what we call self-management skills that they're going to need to succeed in the adult healthcare system so things like filling a prescription making appointments answering doctors questions answering nurses questions knowing um, uh, what symptoms they need to watch for that may indicate that they're having a deterioration and, and need to reach out to their healthcare providers. And, and um, you know, one might think that these skills are kind of obvious, but they're, they're actually not obvious. Um, uh, and it's also a process of parents learning to step away and back from the sort of jobs that they've taken on themselves for the past many years and allowing their their teenager to, to take these over and it can be a, a very tough time for parents as well. Uh, Dr. Mackey, you know when, when when we ask for money, sometimes people want to know exactly how it is having an impact. So we, we, we can donate, we, we've talked about some of the mo- monthly donations, how they can impact a certain programs at the Stollery. Can you just try and give us a, an idea or some examples of how uh, donor dollars have really helped to fund your research and, and, and how it's made a difference in, in what you're able to do? 
Absolutely. So, um, so with uh, the funds that I've received from this distinguished researcher program, uh, I have um, developed an app um, with um, guidance from from young adults and teenagers themselves, um, with input from them, and working with an I, uh, an IT company. Um, and uh, this app is uh, designed to help um, teenagers with uh, heart defects. Um, uh, prepare to enter the adult healthcare system, and so uh, it's fun. It's it's interactive. It's got games, challenges, and quizzes, but it's also informative because it it it, it just describes what transition is, um, how do the adult hospital will differ from the pediatric hospital, and, and what to expect in the in the new setting that they're going to. Um, it reminds them that their CHD, that is their congenital heart defect, is is not cured, and that there are risk of complications later on and uh, this app is also a resource that they can refer to whenever they need um, so they can securely source a summary of their um, uh, key pieces of information about their health such as um, the name of their heart condition um, the names of their medications the doses of their medications uh, contact info for their doctor's offices or the pharmacy or so on so if they um, need to uh, look up something related to their health it's all stored in one place and was, uh, and 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 so this is this would not have been possible without the the, the, uh, the donors' dollars. It always strikes me whenever we're talking to um, you know anyone that works at the salary, a physician like yourself, Dr. Mackey, you know just how much heart there really is behind what you're doing. I mean, you're talking about developing a program that's essentially going to help in in a lot of ways when it comes to treatment for a patient. But I imagine that part of this research was fueled by just wanting to see you know a, a child then succeed into adulthood. I mean, this is coming. This is obviously coming from a place of 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 real heart on your end. What does it mean to you to see a patient transition from pediatric care to adult care and then to see them, you know, succeed? Well, you know, Chelsea, you, you hit the nail on the head. It is it is very rewarding, um, but it's also, it, it, most importantly, it's it's important for them to, to set them up for success in, in adulthood. You know, we invest so much time and resources um, in pediatric care just to sometimes save the lives of, of children born with complex heart defects. And how unfortunate and ironic it would be if we didn't also invest in setting them up to succeed in adulthood. And, and you know, part of this research uh, was spurred by a number of years ago, seen an unfortunate event where, um, you know, a 23-year-old would show up and emerge, not having seen a cardiologist for five years and being in, in, in serious trouble um, and not realizing that they they weren't cured. And uh, we don't want young adults to have lapses in care of five years and, and end up in the emergency room with complications. That's not the success that that we're aiming for and and it was examples like that that i saw that that uh, really uh, inspired this research program it, it's fascinating to me how the story works you have acute care we've talked a little bit about mental health care you're talking about transitioning uh, kids from the from, from the child system into the adult system I love the way the Stollery looks at the whole child and, and the whole journey. That has to be inspiring to you to be part of a team. Uh, you know, you have your, your own individual team, but you're part of a larger team that has a solid goal 
of getting kids through whatever they're facing and then on to a healthy, happy adulthood. Yeah, yeah for sure. And, uh, and, you know, we are a great team at the Stollery, and I, I work with um, so many people with um, important expertise that contribute to the care of the child. And that um, obviously includes um, nurses and nurse practitioners that I work with, um, general pediatricians, other pediatric subspecialists, but allied healthcare professionals like dietitians and social workers and psychologists and pharmacists. And, um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's one of the uh, aspects of my job that I, I, I find really enjoyable is, is being able to um, collaborate with um, all of these other smart and really committed people. Well, it's because of all those very smart and committed people that we're able to accomplish what we are, what you are at the Stollery. So, Dr. Mackey, thank you so much for making the time for your incredible research, for kind of explaining to us and our listeners how it all works and what it is that you're doing. We really, really appreciate your time this morning. Thank you. And I just want to say uh, a big thank you to the donors uh, to the Stollery and the Stollery Foundation. Um, uh, you make the, the work funded by the Women and Children's Health Research Institute possible, and, uh, and that's how we're able to accomplish um, research programs like this. So a big thank you to all the donors. And thank you, Dr. Andrew Mackey, Distinguished Researcher with the Stollery Children's Hospital Foundation. Great talking to you this morning. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.